Hello, and welcome to another episode of Just Talk with Joe Meyer. I'm your host, Joe Meyer. Thank you for being here with me once again. As as we have this very special talk um, right before Easter, you guys. And um, I find this a, an incredibly important time in my life. And... Um, and hopefully many of you do as well, but not everybody celebrates Easter in the same way, but I, I felt it was necessary um, to to honor this day, which will be tomorrow, actually, for us. I'm, today's Saturday, but still, I'm getting this out there to you guys in preparation for Easter or Happy Resurrection Day for many of you out there um, who are believers in Jesus, right? Many of you may not be. But you know what? I hope that changes in time. And today's message is not essentially to try to, you know, win you over or, or you know, uh, try to convert you in any way. Although if that happens, um, that's great. I'm happy uh, because hopefully I'll see you in heaven one day. You know, for those of you who who believe in heaven out there. But let's let's turn this talk into, um, you know, it's going to be a re- little bit of a I guess you could say a religious theme, but that's okay, right? Um, just sit back and relax, and hopefully you we you kind of hear what I have to say in this conversation, and um, and enjoy it and, and learn from it as well. Um, let me get started with our first song, which is um, it's a Christian song, and and you know what? I'm forgetting the name, not the name of the song, but um, the group for, I think it's for, um, let me see the name of God. It's, um, God only knows, right? And it's from, for King and Country, right? So I think you'll enjoy this song, but listen to it. Right the way while the world is sound asleep and too afraid of what might show up while you're dreaming Nobody, nobody, nobody sees you Nobody, nobody will believe you And every day you try to pick up all the pieces All the memories, they somehow never leave you Nobody, nobody, nobody sees you Nobody, nobody will believe you God only knows what you've been through God only knows what they say about you God only knows how it's killing you but there's a kind of love that God only knows. God only knows what you've been through. God only God knows what they say about you. But God only knows the real you. There's a kind of love that God only knows. You keep a cover over every single secret. So afraid if someone saw them, they would leave. 
God only knows how it's killing you But there's a kind of love that God only knows God only knows what you've been through God only knows what they say about you But God only knows the real you There's a kind of love that God only knows Understood and the ones to blame. What if we could start over? We could start over. We could start over. Oh, for the lonely, for the ashamed, the misunderstood and the ones to blame. What if we could start over? We could start over. We could start over. There's a kind of love That's right. God only knows what you've been through. <laughs> you know, we think about every day that many of us live different lives out there. Some of us live a life of blessings, meaning you have everything you could ever imagine. You have a great house, you have a car, you have money, you have a great family, you have people who support you, you have people who love you, right? And then there's those of you out there who struggle, who suffer, who don't have a family to support you, who don't have anybody really to talk to, who feel alone, right? Who feel like they're on the verge of just giving up, right? But don't, don't give up. I know this life is difficult at times. I know it's hard, but you will get through it. One of the things about this Sunday that we want to remember is the life of Jesus Christ and what he did for all of us. You and I, the sinners, he died for us, right? He died on the cross in Calvary over 2,000 years ago. He died for our sins. He died so many of us and all of us have the opportunity to one day go to heaven if we believe, right? Now, some of you may feel like kind of raw about the fact that, you know, why do I have to believe in Jesus to go to heaven? Why can't I just go? It's because he's Jesus and he sets the rules. He's our creator. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, right? Jesus is God. God is Jesus. Very simple concept. But although many people fail to understand it, you know, they just don't understand why would a God prevent people from going into a better place when they leave this earth? And it's because we have to humble ourselves, folks. We have to humble ourselves to the greater power out there, which is God, Jesus, right? Again, this is this is this is not a theological discussion. This is more about the fact that you know we celebrate Easter to honor His resurrection, and especially, really, the whole week leading up and after His resurrection, right? 
Oftentimes people forget that. It's not just Easter. It's like Palm. It, it, it's, you know, Good Friday, right? Right? Easter itself. What happened on the cross that he was beaten? Beaten. And I, I often think about the fact that if Jesus lived today, if he was alive today in today's times, would we still treat Jesus the same way? I believe we would. Although we may not have beaten him, maybe we would have done something with something with weaponry or somebody would have you know shot him or who knows, you know, but we would have certainly mistreated him horribly. And you know, things have not all that changed in that much in, in over two thousand years because especially I was thinking about this today with the um political leaders of today, those who who stand behind that the, the pulpit and preach the word of God and who say, I love Jesus and Jesus is my savior and oh uh by the way, you know what, it, it, it's okay if you hate that person. It's okay if you know what if that person is gay, transgender, bisexual, you know, uh, it, yes, their life is a sin, sin. So, but it's okay if you hate them. It's okay. Now, although many will say, well, Joseph, I haven't heard anybody outright say that. But in their actions, in their words, in, the, in how they, they treat those people who are different, who they don't agree with, the lifestyles that they live, they hate them. You know, and they come. They come from all facets. They come from evangelicals, the Catholics, the Jews. That you know, they they and and obviously Jews don't believe Jesus is the Messiah. Um, they believe I, I believe they believe I think he's like a prophet. Um, but one day he's going to come back. But there are Jews that believe in Jesus, and there's actually I think an organization called Jews for Jesus, right? Um, but going back to what I was saying, um, oftentimes people forget about the meaning of Easter. Yes, we have commercialized it here in America, right? Easter bunnies and eggs and toys and candy and, and, and ham and food and, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. There's nothing necessarily wrong with those things. But we always have to remember the message behind what Easter's about. My daughter, who's nine, you know, does she celebrate Easter? She used to, but she's getting older and it's changing. The Easter Bunny is not something that she or has ever worshipped. Or, you know, I've only gotten ever one picture with her a few years ago with the Easter Bunny. And that's it. I can't even get her to sit with Santa Claus, <laughs> you know? Um, so it's like that. But um, Jesus spent three days on the cross before he died. Right? I believe he did. I, I'm trying to remember. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm not a very good Christian, I guess you could say. But I am a believer, and I do believe that Jesus died and rose from the dead. And, you know, he lives. He lives today. And he's within us if you accept him into your heart, right? 
Today, uh, tomorrow, and this week, it's, you know, families are getting together, families are going to church, families are spending time together, families are eating around a meal, um, families are going Easter egg hunting, doing picnics, you name it, it's being done, right? There's nothing wrong with family spending time together. But we have to remember what the meaning behind this time is, right? For for many, some of you out there who who don't, who maybe live in other countries, who maybe, you know, although Easter is not essentially universal, but the, the resurrection of Jesus is. He died 2000, over 2,000 years ago. And every country, in, in, as far as I know, in this world knows about the fact that he died, and there's Christians in most of our countries in this world. I don't think that there are probably some countries out there that don't know who Jesus is. And that's for the sheer fact of the fact that, you know, you are not allowed to know about Jesus. You're not allowed to know about his life, about his death. Or you will get killed yourself. They will murder you. You know, I was thinking about a country maybe like North Korea, for instance. You, you, you'll die by execution if, if you, you know, ever read a Bible or talk about the Bible or talk about Jesus. So they will kill you. They will murder you for that, right? Other countries like even China, which many will say, well, that's a pretty industrialized country, isn't it? Yeah, in a way they are, but people still have secret um, Bible studies so that they won't be found out that they're Christians because they can be prosecuted. That government, that country does not want you to believe in Jesus. Now here in the United States, it's a little different, right? I, I truly believe we were founded on Christian principles from Christopher Columbus and the pilgrims and what they believed here, they brought here. Um, and we are a Christian nation. At least I believe we still are. At least I hope we are. But oftentimes you look into the news, you look on social media, and many of those Christian leaders that people follow today act like damn fools. Preach the word of gospel, then they preach hate at the same time. Right? And I'm, I and, and one would say, well, Joseph, you, you shouldn't criticize the Christians. You shouldn't criticize those pastors who... You know, that's between them and God. And it's true. Uh, you know, many pastors I've, I've listened to and been a part of their churches, they said, yeah, you're not really supposed to criticize those pastors because, you know, that, that's like you're criticizing God. And I'm like, no, they are their own person. They have thoughts behind and words behind what they are trying to preach to the sometimes millions of people. Right out there, right, and many times they preach the wrong message. They preach hate. They preach ignorance, and and oftentimes people follow them. And I, I think about, especially during the time of um, Trump as president, that many evangelicals, you know, they followed him. They continue to follow him. And again, this message is not about to bash Trump or whoever. Um, you know, they're human beings. They're, they're going to fail. 
just like you and I. They're imperfect. Only God is perfect, right? But people followed him. And pastors preached in the name of Trump of how great he was and how great he is and how, we're, how we should vote for him and because he's the savior of our country. And, and I, I would hear those words. I don't believe him, but I would hear those words that Trump is going to save America. He didn't save anything. Only God has the power to save us or kill us or, 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 or take us to heaven or whatever. Only he has that power. A politician, a person doesn't have any of that power. As much as people want to believe that they do, that people have the power to do that, they don't. We live, we die, and we go somewhere. We either go to heaven or hell. Two places. There's not purgatory. There's not like a middle ground. Uh, we don't just wait to be judged, and then we then God decides, hey, you know what? You're just. I think you're. I think you're worthy of going to heaven. Although you were pretty bad. Yeah, you did kill people. You did murder people. And remember, murder is not what the Bible says. It's not about just physically murdering somebody, killing, taking their life. It's murder with your words, murder with your tongue, your lips. The biggest offender in our mouth each day, where people do that every day. So-called Christians do it every day. They murder with their tongue. They spew garbage, hate. And oftentimes that, that's where people go wrong. People who are on the cusp of being followers of Jesus. And then they see a Christian who they thought, hey, this is a good example of Christianity, of someone who loves God. And that person is, acts horribly. And they're like, well, I don't want to be a Christian. If that's, not, if that's what you call a Christian, I don't want to be anything part of that. Because some Christians are quite horrible. And Jesus would say that, you know what? They're not a Christian. They're not. Now, let me tell you my definition of a Christian. A Christian is obviously a believer in Christ where we know we're going to fail. We know we're going to sin. We know we're going to make mistakes. But we go back to him. We go back to Jesus and say, you know what, Jesus? I am sorry. Forgive me for my sins, for my transgressions. And Jesus will say, okay, I forgive you. I forgive you. Oftentimes, we don't have forgiveness in our heart, right? You know, we don't, you know, it's hard to forgive people. And I know that's difficult. But we must, especially if you call yourself a Christian. I'm not saying it's easy. There are things that people do to us that are pretty horrendous, that it's hard to just forgive and forget. We can forgive, but we can never forget, right? God forgives and forgets. He takes that sin and, and like the Bible says, casts it into the deepest parts of the ocean, the deepest part, so it's never seen again, right? And that's what we have to do for others. But that's really hard, right? Let me play this next song, folks, and I don't know, something, and I'll tell you why I, I'm 
kind of intrigued me to play this, and I'll tell you in a moment, but uh, let me play it. I don't know why one of the reasons why I was playing that is because um recently I was watching the um the series Miami Vice <laughs> I've never seen it before actually and it, it's an excellent show 
and many of you who are you know know that it's been around and i was also watching um the x-files which i'll talk about in a moment but i was watching you know miami vice i was also watching 21 jump street and i was watching these older shows um who've been around for like 40 years <laughs> 30 years over 30 years they've been available um and they're good shows they're well written and um and what's interesting and especially miami vice is that um I mean, they use a lot of current music, like this song, right? And and they use a lot of just um, things that are still somewhat relevant today, you know, especially in a lot of shows and, um, you know, which is interesting, you know, um, And I like it. And 21 Jump Street's still pretty current. Um, I know they made movies. I haven't watched the movies, though, to be honest with you. So, but, um, but, um, it was interesting. And I, I've been watching that. And that, that song struck me because, um, I remember when, um, I, yeah, I forget their names. And I'm so bad at names. But look, when the two characters in Miami Vice, Don Johnson and his, you know his other you know his partner they're driving in his i think it's a corvette or something and they're going down the beach and he calls his ex-wife and she's like you know you know was it ever real and she said yes something to that effect i may be probably wrong but and it, it, you know that, just a good show right keeps me entertained and i was thinking about that song for some reason, I also I also got into the X Files, which I've never watched either, and it's a long show. There's like eleven seasons. Oh, geez, I, I did watch the. Um, um, there was another show that was kind of um, like a sequel or prequel to. I think it was a pre a sequel to X Files is Millennium, and Lance Hankerson, um, which is a great show. Uh, I think there's three seasons of that that I got a chance to watch. And I have even the DVDs. Now I have to go find them. But that was a good show, you know. Um, but anyways, um, just just things that I'm trying to watch. Um, another one that I'm going to play for you in a moment is another Phil Collins slash Genesis song. Um, that I played before, but I, I, I think it's, it's relevant to today's times, right? Um, but, but looking at a little bit on a lighter note, you know, movies, films, I just saw Sonic the Hedgehog 2 with my daughter, who I thought it was fantastic. And, and you may say, well, it's, come on, Joseph, it's just, come on, it's Sonic the Hedgehog, well, how great could it be? Well, I think it was decently made. Uh, it was cliche but it brings back a lot of great nostalgia to when I was uh, introduced to Sonic for the first time back in the, I think, 80s or 90s. Um, Jim Carrey, I thought, was great as Dr. Eggman, you know, Dr. Robotnik or whatever you want. I forget what his name is. I think it's Eggman or Robotnik or whatever. But um, And he was classic Jim Carrey, obviously, but he was great. Um, it had a good storyline to it. There's also Tails and Knuckles and, 
you know, had some good characters in there and, you know, just very reminiscent of when I would play Sonic the Hedgehog, you know, as a child, right? So it was just a, a just a good movie. And my daughter liked it. And so we went to, you know, she got her popcorn and soda or whatever. And she loves mozzarella sticks. And she got those, you know. But it was a, it was a good time. But father, father, dad, no, excuse me, daughter, daddy bonding time, right? So it was, a, it was a nice, you know, time for us to spend them together, right? Um, going into Easter, right? So it was great. Um, so other than that, you know, work's been good. Work's been busy somewhat. Um, kind of laid off a little bit about not looking for other opportunities just yet. As far as, you know, looking at other companies right now, I'm going to hold tight for a little bit longer. I actually had a good coworker of mine who left the company this week. He departed. He left for another, I don't know where he went. He wouldn't tell me. <laughs> That's fine. He doesn't have to. I'll, I'll track him on LinkedIn or something when he eventually posts, you know, where he went. But um, sad that he left. Unfortunate. Um, kind of worked well together. He's a, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. And his name is Remy. He, and I'm going to have sad to see him go, to be honest, because I don't really have too many friends of people that I can call friends or at my current job. I have acquaintances. I have colleagues. But they're not really friends. And I guess I'll call him a friend, although I never met him physically. It's all virtual. But I've talked to him, and he's always taken time to talk to me and be my friend, right? Um, so it's been wonderful, right? I just wish the best of luck to him, all right? That's all I can say about that, right? Other than that, daughter is going to be done with school probably in another six weeks. I think she ends end of May. So I think she has one, two, yeah, six weeks, approximately. Um, and then she's on her summer vacation, right? Things about her is, you know what? I don't know. She's getting older, changing. It kind of breaks my heart a little bit because she's she's... She's no longer that little tiny girl that I knew so many years ago. She's getting older. She's growing up. She's maturing. And although we want that for our kids, it's hard to see it. It's almost heartbreaking in a way because you got to see what your parents probably got to see when I grew up. But I'm very, I'm much more sensitive to the fact that seeing her and how she is now. And I love her. I want only the best for her. And God to bless her with good health. But she's a little difficult at times. Although, you know, she's very much like me. I don't think I was a very difficult child growing up. Although I'd have to ask my mom, but that's kind of hard because my mom passed away in 2015. But my mom said I was a handful. <laughs> you know, so I, I can't blame my daughter. Uh, she has a lot of privileges, freedoms here. Um, she has friends that she talks to virtually. 
playing Roblox and FaceTime and all that, you know? So it's it's very different than when I grew up, right? All right, let me let me play this last song here. I think you'll remember it and enjoy it. All right, we live in a land of confusion, right? These times are so confusing with the world of politics, with the division, with everything that's happening today. And although I shouldn't be surprised simply because it just means Jesus is getting closer to coming back. It just means that our time here on earth is very limited. Now, I don't think we're going to go tomorrow, but who knows, right? <laughs> That's between God. That is God's decision. That's not mine. But everything that's happening in the world today, it's getting harder, more difficult. And sometimes it, it does feel like just giving up. you and I know this is a shorter conversation just a, a happy resurrection day a happy Easter with you and your family and to have a peaceful time together blessed to you and before we we finish out I'm just gonna read a devotional to you guys and you know today's devotional that is it's rely on God from the Jews Five times I received 40 stripes minus one. 
Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I have been in the deep, in the perils of water, in the perils of robbers, in the perils of my own countrymen, in perils of Gentiles, in perils in the city of, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and toil, in sleepiness often, in hunger and thirst, in fasting often, in cold and nakedness. Second Corinthians eleven twenty four to twenty seven. Paul's list of difficulties was long, but he survived all these while preaching the gospel. What kept him from giving up after three shipwrecks or three beatings with rods, the urgency of the gospel message motivated him. All of the persecution and sufferings he endured was worth it for him for the sake of the gospel. He didn't rely on his own strength to overcome these trials. He relied on God for his strength. God gives us strength to withstand persecution, health challenges, and financial struggles. Through spending time in God's Word and in prayer, we are strengthened in our faith. God's Word challenges us to persevere and reminds us that God is always with us. Prayer allows us to communicate with our Heavenly Father and to cast our burdens onto Him. With the strength of our Lord and Savior within you, what can you cast upon Him today? Right. And obviously when He died, he everything was cast on Him, our sins and everything in the world. Everyone just remember, God loves you. God died for you. He wants the best for all of you and us. And I want to wish you a, an incredible Easter if you celebrate. But if you don't, just be kind to those around you. Be kind to humanity. Be kind to your fellow man and woman and child. And remember that. Thank you for joining me on another Just Talk with Joe Meyer and wishing you all an incredible Easter Sunday. Blessed be the name of the Lord and bless you out there. And I know this was kind of a more of a, I guess you could say a religious message and hopefully all of you will take it and accept it because it comes from my heart. Thank you for all of you out there. Thank you for being a part of my life. And tomorrow I will be celebrating and remembering what this day means to me and my family. God bless and take care.
God only knows how it's killing you, but there's a kind of love that God only.